Hi. So it's been a few weeks since I've uh, released any new podcasts, and I suppose the best way of looking at this is that I've been taking a deep breath. I've been taking a deep breath to review how I spend my time for this life story therapies work that I do and recognizing that I've been wanting to free up time um, to work one-on-one with as many people as I can. But I've recently been nudged slash um, highly encouraged to take a bit of a life audit by nearest and dearest and I'm really grateful for what came out of that process. And so this first podcast back in is going to just walk through a little bit um, of how I've done that in case it's of any use to anybody else out there. I needed a life audit because I was just trying to fit in more. A lot of people during this pandemic have um, found themselves without enough to fill their time, with work taken away from them and left leaving a kind of a void behind. A lot of the things, the activities we've been busily doing to achieve a sense of meaning in our work life or in our social lives have been stripped back. But for me, I'm one of those who has found themselves trying to add more. Partly because business is busy, which is wonderful. It means I can get out there and meet more third culture kids, more people who are identifying themselves as needing some support, some accompaniment on their own journeys, through their own stories and into their next chapters. And that is really exciting. And it's also come at the time that schools are shutting. And I'm homeschooling. And while social activities are reducing, I don't know if anybody else out there has found this, but because I'm not congregating socially with groups of people in the same way as before, the amount of time I'm wanting to take to invest in checking up with individual members of my social circle it's it's a different kind of a thing. And I'm finding myself very much lacking in that. So constantly chasing my tail to kind of check in on people and make sure that the people in my life are okay. All in all, it's felt like doing more. And I am what I think would be fairly described as a high-achieving personality, I have always wanted to do more, to fit more in, to, to squeeze as much out of my time and energy as is humanly possible. In fact, if I'm honest, being only human is a problematic phrase for me. I would rather be superhuman. I don't want limits of time or energy. I want to do everything that I want to do, meet every need that I want to meet. Until tiredness hits, 
until I realise that the framework and structure of life is just not supporting that, that it's bulging at the seams, hence the life audit. And the format that attracted me most was based off Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's something that I've encountered in my client work, actually, is that very often we find ourselves at the top of Maslow's hierarchy, kind of wondering about how to give ourselves meaning and achieve self-actualization and, and, and embed our social networks and do all of those kind of higher level achievements. But when clients are describing this, this desire to me, very often if we spend a bit of time at the base levels, the places of security needs being met, the places of physical safety feeling established, it's rockier down there. And, and Maslow's premise, of course, being that until we have established those lower levels of need, maintenance of life needs, it's very difficult to successfully climb the pyramid. Google it. Have a look at it if you're not already familiar with it. Or even if you are, it can be helpful to just use to check in with ourselves and go, OK, so I'm feeling kind of stymied creativity in terms of my creative work or I'm feeling... Um, frustrated in my social relationships. Okay, let's back up a level. Are all of my physical needs met? Am I tired? Am I scared? For a lot of us in a time of pandemic, our sense of physical safety has been compromised. Never mind the fact that for some people, they're experiencing financial concerns that is compromising their sense of safety in their own homes. It can put into perspective the expectations we put on ourselves to achieve great and glorious things beyond the maintenance of life when we consider our maintenance of life needs being compromised. What's going on there? So using this model... I realised that I was pushing for extra, but feeling a sense of incompetence in terms of daily stuff. And, and I'll be the first to admit this. Mundane maintenance of life stuff bores me to tears. It bores me that dishes need doing. It bores me that housework is constantly there. It bores me to think about a sleep schedule. These things do not excite me. These are the things I want to put into a box and say, yep, they're done, they're taken care of, now what? Except I'm not always, and certainly historically haven't been very good at actually paying attention to that box, to that lower level, that base level, the basis on which we build everything else. So I sat down with a piece of paper and candles and burnt some incense because sensory stuff matters to signal safety, right? We're going to signal safety and comfort in the place that we're going to do this higher level thinking. Otherwise, our brain isn't going to relax as easily into it. So I created a little nest 
got out my paper and my pen and decided that I wanted to flip my mentality from what else can I fit in to how little can I do and still maintain life? What is my minimum requirement for happiness and health? This was revolutionary for me. I have never aimed for as little as possible, ever. And yet it was very liberating. I realised that things like going for a walk daily or getting some exercise or eating food that was nourishing to me was kind of being shoved into a higher level luxury space instead of taking its rightful place as a basis for life thing. When I stepped out of treating my life as a kind of pre-existing entity that I could just kind of edit a bit around the edges, start to deconstruct that and go, okay, in an ideal world, what would my basic elements actually be? And it was things like health and wellness. It was things like work, but particular elements of my work that I need to prioritise over others that I often find difficult to prioritise over others. But holding that question of what is the minimum here that will achieve me happiness, that became my base level and my triangle. And everything else that gives me joy, that makes me feel like I'm developing as a human being, all of that stuff went next level. It still matters but it's very difficult to enjoy a hobby, for example, if you don't feel secure in having maintained the business of life. And I found myself putting, for example, reading on that next level. I love reading. Reading for me is a part of my identity. It's a, I am a reader is how that scans as a statement through my core. And yet putting that as a base level activity simply meant it was another thing to fit in that I wasn't fitting in because I knew that there were other things more important to the maintenance of life that I wasn't getting to. And so I just felt guilty constantly for not being a reader. Next leveling it frees me from that guilt. And I wonder for you, what are you expecting of yourself daily, weekly, that you're just not getting to? Are you not getting it to it because you're prioritising the wrong stuff? Is it part of your maintenance of life? In which case, what are you going to take out of your daily expectation to make space for it? I can find myself actually almost cringing as I'm saying these words because it runs so core to me, this notion that we can do it all. That I can be anything, that I can do anything I want to if I want it enough and if I work hard enough. 
except as I've been taking this pause, the reason I've been taking this pause from podcasting is because it turns out I can't. I can't do it all. I certainly can't do it all well. So where are my choices? Taking some time out and creating my own, albeit rather basic, hierarchy of needs with only the two levels. It gave me pause and space to be much more intentional about designing my life rather than editing it. There was a real sense of just taking a step back and looking at my daily experience and thinking, okay, if I was going to design my life, I really wouldn't actually start from here. This is a mess. I'm getting things done, but I'm angry or cranky or or frazzled or overwhelmed and just feel like I'm doing a bad job at all of it. And we can kind of soothe ourselves with, well, that's just imposter syndrome for only so long before I think, okay, what do I need to do a good job at? And what can I let go of as expectation on myself? For me, a big thing here was actually letting go of a rule I've carried for years about not working at the weekends. And before this, red flags in your mind is, oh my goodness, she's now working seven days a week. No, I'm working less during the week and a little at the weekends. Breaking that rule is allowing me to play with, what's the word? Balance, pacing. It's allowing me to pace my energies much more in tune with how my body and my mind work best. That's quite freeing and quite radical for me when I've been working with quite a strong rule around what work-life balance looks like. It turns out if I think intentionally about it and allow myself to construct from base levels up, work-life balance looks a bit different for me than I thought it did. It looks like pacing rather than compartmentalising. That's a good thing for me to know about myself and my needs and how I work best. And I can now lean into that. So, that was my journey. That was my deep breath. And I think it's one I'll be coming back to. I think we all need to take time quite regularly, actually, and just take a bit of a life audit. How's it going? How's it working for us? What's working well? What is not working well? But let's do that from a position of power. It's my life. I can construct it and reconstruct it. It's the image that just came into my head was those transformers from those um, superhero kind of films. You know, one minute it's a car, next it's a truck, next it's a robot on legs. Our lives can be that plastic. We don't have to work a certain way and we certainly don't have to stay that way forever. We've got to keep flexible and aware about our needs so that we can respond to them. And I'm really glad that somebody took me to one side and went, Rachel, 
this whole just trying harder and doing more model you're working with, it ain't working anymore. Let's take some space to think about it. I'm so glad I did. I wonder what it would look like for you to take some space to design rather than just edit your own life. If you take some space and you want to talk to me about it or let me know how that experience was for you, I'd love to hear about it. Take care of you. Thanks for listening. Bye.